This week on Erotic Awakening, a Navi 101 update. Needs versus wants, and a general hodgepodge of catching up. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As well as simply fun king. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. Com. <laughs> you can now purchase books by Dan and Dawn as well as Kickstarter cards online. Head over to the eroticawakening.com and click on the link to buy Dan and Dawn. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Should we do that over? I don't know. I think it went all over the place. It was just <laughs> fine and dandy. We don't have time to redo it. We have, uh, not only do we have a ton of things to talk about, but you're writing more things down right I now. I am. So, because I just remembered something. It's like, oh, what have we been doing in the last couple of weeks? Because, well, we're to the point where we're podcasting every two weeks because we just so, we, we don't have the time. But mm-hmm. um, one of the things that we did last Sunday instead of recording the podcast was, the fact that we were on the People of Kink, TPOC. Yes. The live radio show. Yes. So, and that was fun, except no one called in. No. <laughs> but uh, we like talking to Yeah, and we did, we did get some feedback from people saying that they did listen and, you mm-hmm. know, that they were listening live, but they just didn't want to call in. Nice. Well, and we'd already talk a lot about ourselves. Maybe people don't have questions. <laughs> oh, but that's not true because we did have a question brought in recently. So That's true. But... Uh, so today on the podcast, we have a variety of stuff. Uh, as Don noted, we have a lot of, uh, we haven't been broadcasting enough lately that we can keep up with all of the things that are going on. So you're going to hear about a naughty 101 update, needs versus wants, raspberry and cream nipple picks. <laughs> we also have a question from um, someone that's listening for us that we can't answer. So we're going to be asking the audience to see if anybody else knows anything. What's that one? That one is about pet play. Oh, it's not right. the pony play, kitty play, or puppy play, but the actual human pet play. Right. Not mimicking an animal. So, and we can't really talk about that. I mean, there's times that I sit in the floor and you scratch behind my ears or mm-hmm. pet my head, but I don't know that we really take it as me being your pet even though that's kind of awesome so but yeah just wondering if there's anybody that practices human pet play as to i'm curious what that means to them Mm -hmm. so if they're not mimicking an animal i'm not just not sure that i get it so i'm sure i'd like it (laughs) (laughs) you don't know if you'd like it i don't know i like being petted (laughs) yeah uh, that was not Ginger the Wonder Dog. Where were we recently that somebody said, hey, look, there's Ginger? I think we have somebody who saw Ginger. I don't know. That sounds kind of familiar. I know she was heard on the Teapot live radio show. And that Crazy, must be what it Crazy was. Heart was like, yeah, oh, well, now she's was. immortal. Right. And the other funny thing was, I had to show you this on Facebook this morning, because I posted pictures of you and Ginger mm-hmm. on Facebook yesterday, just mm-hmm. relaxing, and your ex-wife wrote me and said, hey, I recognize Ginger before I recognize Dan. Yes. <laughs> so Ginger's very popular. <laughs> well, maybe my ex-wife will be popular on this podcast <laughs> if she keeps that up. Oh, yeah. 
I don't know if she'd like that. <laughs> so uh, we'll start off this today with the question of the day. Uh, we've gotten a number of good questions of the day recently. We're going to go with this one, though, because it came in most recently, and it struck me as kind of interesting. So, Don, we always recommend, and actually we wrote about it in our book, Living MS, that mm -hmm. as you're building your power exchange relationship, you should build up this idea of needs versus needs and wants, right? right. What do you need? What do you want? I need a relationship where I can express myself sexually. I want um, uh, blowjobs when I want blowjobs. I don't know what a good need want is at the top of my head. That's yeah, I guess that's true. I want blowjobs when I want. I don't need blowjobs. I right. want blowjobs when I want blowjobs. Right. So, um, but as if you're new to things and you're developing your first contract, how do you look in the mirror and know which ones and what are your needs versus your wants? How do you know what the differences are? And that can be that can be a little challenging because she also um, pointed out that in the book that I said I'm hardwired about some things and those things can be my needs. Right. Whereas other things are my wants. And so, you know, the way we usually describe it is needs are non-negotiable, mm -hmm. whereas wants are negotiable. Wants are wants, but they're negotiable, right? So needs, I mean, how do you figure out what you need? I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm hardwired. See, and that can be a little tricky because we also grow and change. So will I always be hardwired? I don't know. To want to have the possibility of poly relationships, mm -hmm. right? So I like, for me, that's a need that I have the possibility of poly relationships. Doesn't mm -hmm. mean I need to be in one all the time. You know, I can be poly and still live monogamous, but I like having the possibility. I need to be able to walk my own spiritual path, like you mentioned many times, mm -hmm. right? I need to be able to stay in contact with my kids. Mm -hmm. Oh, right? that's a good one. Good example. Right? So um, I need, gosh, what do I need? I was getting ready to say I need Facebook just to be funny, but that's not even funny. Um, See, now when you talk about the, the monogamy versus poly, um, I need to be in a relationship where polyamory is, is viewed as a legitimate opportunity or a legitimate relationship aspect. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be in polyamorous relationships all the time. Right. But I need it to be understood. I need to be with someone who understands that polyamory in itself is not a bad thing. And that there may be situations where it's something, oh, hey, polyamory would solve that issue. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I get that. I need power exchange in some form in my life. Mm -hmm. So that feeds me. I need yep. it. I, um, you have to be careful that you don't make bad decisions because you need some of these needs. Yeah. Right. Right. Need them fulfilled. But, um, I need power exchange of some form in my life. It is just a self-expression that I need. Yep. So, um, God, what else do I need? But, but getting not to our needs and wants per se, uh -huh. but how do you know what the difference? How do you know that you, that you need power exchange versus want power exchange? Or some not power exchange specifically, but how do you, when you come up with something that's important to you, how do you know if it goes on the need or the want list? Um, I don't know. It's a gut feeling. So, like, um, the first thing on my need list is mm -hmm. that I need to be cherished. Mm -hmm. If I'm in a relationship where I'm not cherished, that relationship's not going to feed me. Therefore, I shouldn't be part of that relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I need to be cherished. It's a it's a gut thing. Um, it's a healthy thing. Some of this stuff is. Oh, God. So you got to be careful with that, too, because some people don't think power exchange is healthy. 
right? I think right. it's healthy. Right. So, you know, but, but usually it's healthy stuff. I need to be around my kids or to have the ability to be around my kids. If someone wants to cut that off in my life, uh, not healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, unless the kids aren't healthy. See, there's get, so yeah, many. You can't, you can't yeah. just, there's no blanket coverage. Right, there's no. Um, because like you just said, right, you know, a lot of the times you'll hear that there's a red flag is if somebody wants to cut you off from your family, right? Right. But it may well be if your your family is an abusive assholes, then that's something that may be healthy for you to do. To because have. that is actually something that um, you would love if I did cut some of my family out of my life. Well, I'm sure. Not necessarily. For me, right. in our relationship, it is more important for me that you grow into that determination of what's, at this point, mm-hmm. um, of what's what, right? Now, we, we have the opportunity. We don't live near your family. Thank goodness. And your family's not good communicators. They don't reach out. Right. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't have that big of an impact. Um, I've had slaves in the past where I've ha- I have told uh, one slave in particular you will no longer contact this family member, period. Right. Done. And it became very, um, they were very grateful for that because they were driven by such this programming. Expectations of how family right, members that, are that, supposed to yeah, act. Blood yep. thicker than water, all that crap. Right. So I think a lot of it, you know, there is no standard answer. There's this, you, you have to, and the neat thing is that hopefully there's some self-awareness that you've looked into and said, here's the things that, are important to me. How important are they? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're very fortunate that, you know, for us, the, the list of needs is pretty short. Mm-hmm. The list of wants is longer. The list of desires. And we'll talk about the naughty one and one list. <laughs> See, and there's a good example, right? I need to be able to, and we'll just take one of my naughty one-on-one aspects. I have, on my naughty one-on-one list is to make out with a, random, with a stranger. Right. Um, I need to be able to express, here's my desire. Here's what I want. You know, Mm -hmm. I need to be able to express that clearly Mm. and honestly. Right. Without having to pay too heavy a price. Right. I want you to be enthusiastic about it. I want you to be part of that. I want to be able to do that with you just happen to be sitting there and you not have to pay a price for that, not to be offended by that. Well, you just did that recently. I think you did did pretty good. (laughs) My desire is simply for the thing to happen. Right. Right. So, so that for me is how I distinguish. There's, there's a good example of need, want, desire in one similar thing. Right. So a lot of it is you just have to sit with yourself and fi- figure out how important are these. Somebody recently on another podcast, uh, Multi-Amory on the EA Podcast Network, mm-hmm. uh, they were talking about when they were putting together their um, profiles, is something a trait or is it trivia? Right. So trivia is things that are, well, I speak. Um, I like going on long beach walks on the beach. I um, am a big I prefer Tim Hortons coffee over Starbucks coffee. OK. Right. Um, where a trait is something that's special. And this slightly deviates from how they explain it, but it's a core to who you are. It's based to who you are. Right. That's the kind of thing that they recommend putting on your profile. I don't know about that. But for me, it's a good way to distinguish between needs and wants. I want uh, a cup of coffee served me on a silver tray while you're in your nightgown and you sneak out of bed and get it for me and bring it up and, you know, I'm having it when I get up. I need coffee in the morning. I want it displayed. I want it brought in a certain blah, blah way. But no, I need coffee in the morning. 
Now so, you have to let me know if you really want that because now it's in my head going, ooh, something <laughs> I can provide. So nice and neat. I, I like the trait thing because the first thing that popped into my head is, is I'm a storyteller. Mm-hmm. I don't need the person in my life to be able to listen to my stories, but I need someone in my life to listen to my stories. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be my partner, but because I'm a storyteller, so that's why I present. I get to tell my stories. That's why I podcast, because I get to tell my stories. Mm-hmm. Being a storyteller is a trait. So listing that can actually be interesting because I'm usually pretty quiet until I get to know somebody. And then I'm a talker. So that could be deceiving because <laughs> if they first meet me and they think, oh, great, I found a quiet one, and then they get to know me, I'm going to talk their ear off like mm-hmm. you found out. So, yes. And side note, mm-hmm. I kind of, kind of assumed that part of this whole living in the polyamory house where you'd have a more, uh, a more of a female around more often would get to dump some of the talky things out. And you do on occasion. You do this on occasion. Do I? Yes. For example, last night you and Karen had a conversation about bras. Yes, we did. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice that you can express that story to her. Right. Okay. Right. So there's um, needs versus wants. Don't know that we really explained anything. Because it's, it's, it's kind of like, how do you know if it's hardwired? How do you know if it's a need? It's it's you just do. You know, it's what are the ways? What are the ways you play with it? Is you take this thing that you need or want, and normally mm-hmm. we're not talking objects per se so much as a as a choice of some sort of a of a aspect of say religion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a good one. We haven't already beat up on well, too much. Honesty and transparency pops into my head. So I, I need, need honesty. So if you take, take something like honesty and you mm-hmm. look at it and you say, okay, now let me visualize a relationship with, with someone a year from now and there's a lot of honesty missing. How does that relationship feel? Does it feel like something that needs work or does it feel like something that's, I, oh, geez, I shouldn't even started that. Yeah. Right? Where if I look at a relationship, you know, that to me says, well, that's a need. Mm-hmm. If it's something that a year down the road I can picture that not quite being in the relationship and say, oh, boy, well, that would be nice that's, if that was there. That's a shame. But that's a yeah. shame. That's a want. Yeah. Maybe that's one way to look at it. Let's move on regardless. Okay. Maybe other people uh, Because really other now ideas, we've, we, we've got an entire podcast dedicated to catching up on things. We've got 15 minutes to do it. <laughs> uh, if you could be so kind as to reach out to us via the contacting us at the Erotic Awakening, Dan and Don. <laughs> Actual email address being dananddawn at eroticwakening.com. <laughs> I need someone in my life that speaks English. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So we can also be found on FetLife. A lot of people like to reach out through FetLife. Our group is Erotic Awakening, two words, and just look for us as the owners, and that is our FetLife profiles. You can also get a hold of us a variety of other ways, as, fe- as well as find out where we'll be presenting past podcast episodes, link to the newsletter, and other stuff at eroticawakening.com. Awesome. We've also got some new subscribers, and I wanted to jump into that because um, one of them is really interesting. Oh, we've, them are very interesting. Mm-hmm, they are, they are. Uh, Magpie Margie from St. Louis. Secret Lives from Montana. And Lexi of Borg from Cape Town, South Africa. Home of Trevor Nor 
I think is his name. Who's that? The guy that took over for John Stewart on the Daily Show. Oh, okay. Oh, I did not know that. So I don't know that he's from Cape Town, but he is from South Africa. Uh, I, but that's I'm interesting. Like, you know, continuing with the global sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Have we had the opportunity yet to say? Uh, see, I don't know how we're supposed to say this. So Eddie says we should say this. Okay. So uh, I am going to say Phoenix Justin. Eddie? Phoenix Eddie. I think it's Phoenix Eddie. Is it Phoenix Eddie? I think it's Phoenix Eddie. Okay, it yeah. may well be. Uh, I will say Justin. See, but Phoenix, so Eddie says we should say his whole name he on the podcast. He did say that. He, he said says, clearly. But, he but, said but clearly. I'm a little good and clear that I really want to say uh, the, uh, Justin's last name without his consent. Oh, well, we can do the first two. We could say his initials are J-A-K. Ooh, nice, nice. That works, that works. So. And apparently from Eddie, who we saw at Cope, he said that we should give Justin a shout-out. And we are, Justin. This is your official shout-out. You should stop what you're doing right now and do a little happy dance. And I hope that you're listening on your iPad or iPod in a Kroger or something. I hope so it involves st- jazz hands. Whoa. I hope that... <laughs> He's not driving. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> anyway, so, and then also, um, internationally, also we received a good day from New Zealand from Carmelama. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Carmelama. So, awesome. So, the whole international thing, keep it on going on there. Oh, um, uh, yeah, because we got a friend request from someone from... Manawatu Wanganui, New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand. Yes, I remember that. Because <laughs> I, and then they sent us a link to the name of another town that was even more of a. Well, I'm sure I butchered the hell out of that one. I am sorry. So awesome, awesome. We've got some trips coming up. You know that? Yes, oh we do. God. Speaking international. <sighs> so no. we have two listeners. I wish who- they were. <laughs> well, we have two listeners that wrote in from New Zealand. So right, right. between New Zealand and Australia, the three or four listeners uh, in Australia that have written us, we um, would so love to maybe they there. should all get together and have a, a boat between New Zealand and Australia. Ooh. and We'll have a erotic awakening cruise. That would be awesome. I, that would be cr- awesome. That probably they're probably thinking it will be awesome if you get your ass over here without <laughs> making us buy a ship. You dumbass. Right, right. Uh, but you had mentioned you were about to mention that. The uh, travel thing is happening, and we, we're just catching up on stuff. We are. So um, we've got ooh, we've got an anniversary that we're going to be celebrating in a couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. then the weekend after that anniversary starts um, our traveling for presenting. So we've got Dallas, and then Utah, and then I think we skip a week, and then we have West Virginia, I think, mm-hmm. and then Chicago, and then I think we Back skip a Dallas. couple of weeks. Are we back to Dallas? No, Dallas is the summer. Before that, we've got uh, Cleveland. Oh. We just got picked up from Cleveland. <laughs> and then PXS. And yeah, Dallas is right after PXS. Sheesh. So. But, um, oh, Butterscotch. We get to see Butterscotch at... Three times. Three in the times next couple of in the next couple of months. Oh, my gosh, from Dallas. That'd so we're going neat. to Dallas, and we'll right. see Butterscotch down in Dallas at the mm-hmm. South Plains Leather Fest. Right. Uh, we will be doing a couple of interesting classes down there. Mm-hmm. Stop by and say hi if you see us. We will then be seeing uh, Butterscotch when Butterscotch comes up to Columbus for right, Power Exchange PXS. Summit, which, right. by the way, tickets are now on sale. PowerExchangeSummit.com? Or how do I? Who knows? Oh, my goodness. Keep I don't remember. It. Try Power Exchange Summit. So. <laughs> and you will are... find uh, the presenters have been chosen, all kinds of cool stuff there. 
And then we go back to Dallas and are presenting for Bridging the Slash, which right. if you've been listening to the podcast for a number of, for any amount of time, you've heard about us rave about this fantastic mm-hmm. event that uh, we're thrilled to be coming back to. And you should be going to it as well. So we get to do a couple of large events and a couple of retreat style events because the Utah one is a retreat style and Bridging the Slash is smaller, kind of like yes. retreat style. Uh, yeah. So that's... That's kind of interesting as well. I, I really like those kind. We get to spend more one-on-one time with people. You know, we were thinking as we continue to travel around um, that a couple of weeks before we roll into a town to maybe put together a podcast meetup. I would love that. To say, hey, listeners, um, at 7 p.m. on this day, we'll be at this coffee shop doing a podcast meetup. You know, And if you're a listener, come out and meet. And, and not only will you meet us, you'll meet other local fans of the podcast, mm-hmm. which will give you the opportunity to say, oh, well, you guys, if you guys are the kind of kinky people that like Dan and Dawn, maybe you're the kind of people that like us. And sometimes we don't have to travel out to a coffee shop. I mean, like Dallas, if we're in the same hotel as we were last year, mm-hmm. well, there is a restaurant with some kick-ass brisket tacos. Oh, my God. So we got to have those. Remember those? No. In um, Dallas? I remember the we walked down the street and oh, there was this little the Tex-Mex place, yeah, with the brisket tacos. A lot tacos. of good little shit there. And then there was the gator bites and all that type of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like Chicago, Chicago, people can come into the hotel there. We don't have the whole right. hotel. Right. So we could use the bar or the, sure. you know, some of the little place like, like that so that we don't have to leave the hotel. But um, some places, yeah, the, I, I really like that idea, meeting other people that podcast. So... Yay. I do want to, so here's a, I want to get into the Naughty 101 list still, and we just have a couple minutes left. Mm-hmm. I want to get um, a follow-up from, uh, we did get some more, some Zentai links from Kitty and Chip. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and we wanted to mention Angie by name. She's the one that's keeping us straight with NLA Utah. Oh. So with everything that's going that's, on. Yes. Uh, I'm very much, very appreciative of that, and that of us just shaping up to be such a very cool event. I, I hope, can't wait. Uh, and we've actually seen how the... They're scheduling it out some now, and it's going to be really oh, interesting. That's going to be a little different because they're separating me and you, and that, that's going to be a challenge, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Most of our presentations are done together. Mm-hmm. And we'll be so, presenting together some. Mm-hmm, a little bit. So we've got to figure out which classes, and they, they had one idea to have me teach the dominance, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I don't know about that unless you, sir, come up with something you think I can teach them. <laughs> And I have another note on here um, about something I've been wanting to talk about, but I've just decided it's going to be a topic of its own. Okay. And you, so I was walking down the, um, here in Columbus, Ohio, we have this thing called the North Market. Mm-hmm. And Lovely I was walking around food. the North Market. I was actually uh, in that part of town because my work had sent me to a training class. So I walk around North Market at lunchtime. Right. And there was a woman work, working in one of these uh, high-end kitchen stuff. Oh, okay. You know, where you, like, you have a spatula specifically designed for different things and stuff. <laughs> and she was wearing this pretty big, thick black collar with a, with a D-ring on it. Is that what they call those? Yeah, a D-ring? yeah. And I saw it, and I'm like, oh, that's, wow, that's interesting. And I thought, fuck it. So I walk up to her and I said, I, I, really, I like your um, collar. Does it signify anything? And she said, no, not really. And I really? Said, oh, okay. And I walked away. Wow. So that wasn't a very good story, except for the fact that, that, you know what, there's no except for it. It just wasn't that great a story. But I did it. So, but you asked her. Yeah. So. 
you know? I should have said, would you like it to break? <laughs> should have put a leash out. See, I always want to ask people, so, so who's your owner? You know, when I see collars, right. because especially if they're big and bulky like that, because that's not really a fashion thing right well, now. Well, apparently so, it was for her. Huh, really? Although now, so now you know the better question to ask than who's your owner is, does, does it, it signify, signify anything? anything? Now, I've done that with tattoos. I've seen um, someone that did uh, mine and Karen's um, party light party mm-hmm. had a poly symbol on her hand. And I knew, I was really close to being positive that she wasn't Polly. And there was a lot of Polly people at the party looking at the tattoo. So I bit the bullet and asked her. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's a pretty tattoo. What does that mean to you? And she's like, oh, it's a symbol of infinity that I share with my daughter. I've done that exact same thing with the person at work, except for it was her sister. Okay, so but that's a symbol. It's the heart with the infinity sign that a lot of Polly people use to represent Polly. So, uh, yeah, don't assume when you see symbols that people even know what poly is. They yeah. have found it somewhere else to mean something yeah. else. I've done, done that exact same thing with nearly that exact same tattoo. And yeah. Get, like, like you said, you know, it's just, oh, no, it's just something me and my sister. Right. Because, like, it's kind of, you know, I mean, if it is a poly thing, you kind of want to point people out because they're like, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it'd be neat. So let me, can I run through the tentacle links real fast? And then we do yes. the 101 update. And yes. then we got to run and go get some pizza. Yes. So um, do you want to start? Because yours is yours. Your first one's yours. Well, somebody finally, and I shouldn't say finally, but I actually got a fair <laughs> amount of um, food on boobs. So raspberry with cream nickel, uh, nipple, sorry. Raspberry <laughs> with cream nipple. And it was more of an art from Naughty Daisy. So thank you for that. And then we got some Valentine's candy posted all over somebody's tits nice. so kind of a valentine's sugar tits that was very cool too nice nice and then chip the tentacle guy sent us it was a nude monster titty fucking no no i wrote no? that poorly you did i don't know if the nude the monster was nude or not the woman was nude oh got it well he had his monster penis out yeah he did have a monster penis out and he was titty fucking her so and it reminded me of um beauty and the beast so it was a beast. So it made me think of Beauty and the Beast. And, okay. you know, I don't know if I ever told you this, Dan. I'm not sure if I've ever Uh-oh. shared this before. But I came across a comic book when I was younger. Oh, so when Crazy Heart asked me, what's our earliest memory of blah, blah, blah? Well, maybe this doesn't count. But anyway, I came across one of those um, comic books that are the nudie comic books. Mm-hmm. So they're like um, Archie... Uh, and Jughead yeah. with Betty and Veronica, yeah. and it was all of them fucking each other and everything. Oh, but I okay. also came across one of Beauty and the Beast. So and the Beast was uh, fucking Beauty. So when you showed me that video of the Beast <coughs> fucking yeah, yeah. the girl, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. So that's why I had you buy Beauty and the Beast musical tickets. I'm hoping there's some sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there will be. <laughs> Probably not. So, But I really like that one. That was awesome. And then I went through the list of... Uh, the tentacle stuff that he sent me, so that Chip sent me. And there was one of the anime that I really, really liked. So mm-hmm. I, I may have to put that on my FET profile, that one. So, and then Red. So Chip just went crazy and sent us like 20 different links. Yes. Which is awesome. Yes. So it was Chip crazy. is the 2016 tentacle <laughs> supporter of the podcast so, so far. far. Um, and then Red Rubicon from FET sent me a link to Cthulhu Yahtzee. <laughs> I actually like that idea. I may have to get that. 
And then Walter Flavored on Fet mm -hmm. sent me these Octopus Valentine's gift tags. And it was really cool. I meant to bring down my computer so that I could read them out loud. But um, it was something like, um, I want to cover your face. And then on the other side, it says, in kisses. <laughs> and I want to wrap my tentacles around you and hug you. You know, that sort of thing. But right. the last one says, I really want to fuck you. And on the back side, it shows a little octopus with a strip of condoms. <laughs> so it's just really cute. I love that stuff. Very cool. So awesome, awesome. Man, we are really going through this stuff. So, so let's hit this naughty 101 list. Um, which I did not bring downstairs with me. I've got 40 things on my list. Uh, and this is just an update, right? We're still working on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've only got four things on mine. I have a folder on my project list called Someday Maybe. Oh, yeah? And on there, within there, I have a folder called Naughty 101 list. Nice. Of my Naughty 101 list, like you just mentioned earlier, make out with a random chick actually happened for me. And, and I shouldn't say a random chick. This is somebody that I've met two, three, four years ago in Pittsburgh. Um, and we kind of like, you know, I kind of, there was a little spark, but there's, it's Pittsburgh, right? It's too far right. away. Um, and I had come over and gave you a kiss. And I think she said something like, oh, I wish someone would kiss me like that or something. Oh, I, I gave you something. And you said, oh, for that, I'll give you a kiss. Or I asked or okay. something like that. And she goes, oh, so all I have to do is ask or something. Yeah. yeah. And um, it ended up being a weekend-long make-out se session. You know, we just worked out this generic consent every time you see me you're allowed to come over and kiss me uh, that's what that's what she gave to me so my one of my uh naughty 101 make out with a random chick i'm putting a check mark next nice to nice well i am now that's not to say uh, as we travel around the world to all these different events if random chicks want to walk, walk up to me and make out with me then i'll say no right the naughty well, one one list isn't a one-and-done sort of thing, right. necessarily. And that's the thing. It's, it's not. And I'm trying to pull mine up now, but we'll see how this goes. Oh, there it is right there. I keep thinking it's on Dropbox, but it's on my Google Drive, so I can get to it at work. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's needed. <laughs> so, but um, I've got stuff on here, but some of it is stuff that I've done before, and I want to do again. And, um, you know, it's not pulling up, so it figures. But, uh, you know, so I've got things on there. I've got, um, I've got things on there that may never happen. Some of them involve me being intimate with a girl that I'm fluid bonded with, mm -hmm. right? May or may not happen. I don't fluid bond with people easy. So, you know, so there's stuff on there with that. There's stuff on there with needles. I would love to have a needle corset done, okay. right? But, so I'd love to have a needle corset done, but I'm not going to ask just anybody to do needles on me. Hell, when, when Mother Superior did needles on me, it took me five years to finally ask her. You know, I watched her. I watched her attitude. I watched, um, she was actually part of one of my rituals that involved needles, and I liked the way <laughs> she pulled out the needles. I liked her energy with the needles. So it took me a long time to be able to ask her, and it's, mm -hmm. it's not that I have fears or anything. It's just that I want to have a connection with people. So some of this stuff may or may not happen. Um, do I have any updates? No, but, <laughs> but close. So one of mine on my list is to be cupcake boobed and fucked while I'm cupcake boobed. Right. Well, I got half of that done at one of this. I got cupcake boobed by a stranger of all things. <laughs> so, you know, well, I almost feel like putting that on my list and checking it off. 
because I didn't know that it was going to be hot. So, you know, it's not one of those things I thought of to put on my list. Right. To be cupcake boobed and left blindfolded so I still don't know who it is two weeks later. So, but, uh, but it's neat stuff on the winter mm-hmm. list. So, no, I do not have any updates. But I have Dallas and Utah <laughs> and Chicago and Cleveland. So you don't have Dallas updates, again. but you have goals. So I what I would recommend for each of these events coming up mm-hmm. is that you target one specific item. That's not a bad idea. And, and because they, here's why these things are on the Naughty 101 list, at least the ones that have not happened yet, because they're not just going to randomly happen. Right. I am not going to randomly have somebody who I don't know say, hey, I want to go masturbate in the dark and I want you to watch. Right. You know, it's something that you have to push to, to, right. to happen. Right. And I'd still love to do um, a mutual masturbation scene where we're just hip to hip. Mm-hmm. And naked, you know, laying beside each other, hip to hip, and we're both doing our own thing. We're not touching each other. I have video of you doing that, by the way. Really? <laughs> Who did I do that with? I'll First letter? Sh- show you the video. Okay. It had to have been A or M. You are incorrect. Oh, my God. Okay, well, it's on my list again, because, so, and now you're going to show me the video, and I'm going to go, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do I keep video like that? I bet I do somewhere. I bet you do. I'm curious who it is. We've been doing this for 16 years, and, and sometimes I need a little memory yes. well, jogging. Fortunately for you, yes. sometimes there's memory jogging, Yes. and sometimes there's video. <gasps> do you have it? Yeah, and I don't know if our microphone's actually going to pick up. Holy cow, who am I laying next to? I can definitely tell that's me before I lost a lot of weight. Oh. Holy oh, yeah. cow. It is, it is. Uh, for our audience watching at home, there are two women on my computer screen there, both using dildos does on it, themselves. Does it show faces Yes, at all? it is going to show you who this is. Okay. Because and I see tattoos. I can't tell by the panties. <laughs> it's grouped away. That's you. Okay, yeah, matching bras, all right. <laughs> you haven't added music to it, or was there music there already playing? There was music playing? happening. There's oh, music I recognize that. So were we at... The room? The room? Yep, and... See, I thought that would be kind of... Be... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think you remember doing that. I don't. Wow. That is really squishy. <laughs> All right. Well, there you okay. go. <laughs> well. Uh, uh. <sighs> All right. And I think that's probably the podcast for the day. And yep, 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 yep. Uh, bye, oh, Don. I'm all squinty at this point. Bye, Dan.